0: <laughs> like go- <laughs>
1: Bathroom pranks. And I need you to go ahead and pick up the cheese. The cheese. And the- uh, maybe we can find
0: a clip. We should go to the, the bottom of the ocean more. There's things under there that we haven't even touched.
1: Then there's nothing historical about you that I think is important other than you're just the bad guy. If you lose your zest for the spoken word.
0: It is late August. Monday Night Hardball, and we were joined back here in the States with Michael Biscardi, who is live with Jonathan Assinger. Mike, uh, unfortunately, was ready to go to bed tonight, but no, no, no. 18 hours of air travel. Not so fast. We decided to to rope him in, Um, and I think he's got the phone, like, propped up. On the pillow. Uh, Yeah, yeah, he was ready to go to bed, and we, we, we Skyped him in at the last second, and Skype comes through as a phone call, so I guess he answered it. You know, Clark, you know, we're live.
1: Clark likes to paint like imaginary pictures, but this time he's not. Biscardi is joining us. He got home from Germany like half hour ago. He's on the phone because he obviously doesn't have anything set up. And you, you are laying in bed right now, aren't you? Yeah. Um, that's an. <laughs>
0: <little> <laughs> Still. Even the sounds of snoring is still more entertaining than 90% of the podcasts out there, 100%. except for this one. So, uh, yeah. So, welcome back. What's it like getting assimilated back yeah, into really. uh, society? I yeah. understand you flew back into New Jersey. And um, what is the flight time from, from, from uh, Germany to... Newark. I think we yeah. lost Mike. Oh. I was well, we'll keep s- going. Yeah. We're going to have Ja'Kar on? Yeah, Ja'Kar Calhoun's coming on tonight. He's got some issues with, uh, John with the Cena. WWE. Yeah, and I, I, I'm curious about this. He's got a – is a very peaceful guy, by the way. He's a very religious man. He I, is I don't think religious. I've ever heard him speak bad about anybody. So I'm really curious if he's going to go out on a limb tonight and talk some trash.
1: Right, because I definitely I've been holding this in since I don't know maybe like 2006 when oh I gosh. when I completely fell off the WWE uh, train. I, I just couldn't
2: get into it, and it was almost like after an
1: era where they hit their peak, you know, where they were their, they had 50 million viewers every Monday night. They oh, yeah. they started trending away from that attitude stone cold kind of like borderline rated R stuff to right. like PG and John Cena was the head of that and it really just lost the older audience that core audience that grew up in the 80s when it you know when it became what it was.
0: You're saying they lost that that like edge they had yeah. because they were they were trying to Play it down for the kids, kind of.
1: Right. It's, uh, they and then they, you know, they became the WWE Network. So that meant we have to, or not, not network, WWE Universe.
0: And they, oh, they And to, they,
1: they have their own network, but yeah, they're trying to appeal to everyone.
0: They're trying to pander to the sponsors too. And even when you uh, and I were into wrestling back when we were, you know, ten. Yeah. There were still racy things like like an yeah. inmate nails beating up a prison guard and like put him in the hospital. That was kind of racy, but we still knew it was like a gimmick. Sean Michaels
1: threw Marty Jannetty through a glass window at right. Brutus Brutus the Barber's uh, barber shop, and uh, you know we were like 11 when that happened. Yeah,
0: it turned out okay.
1: But it's pretend, and we all it's... know it's just like a play or a yeah, movie a gimmick. or a TV show.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like watching a play. And it's funny, too, because a lot of those guys, their gimmicks are what made, like, it was built on, you know? Uh, the racy gimmicks. And it's yes. funny, too. It's like looking at, I think it was okay back then, and I think it should be, it should have happened in 2006 and continued rather than, than play it down. It's like when you look at movies that are rated PG, but you're like, like Jaws is rated PG, you're like, how did this, amazing. How did this get a PG rating? There's like a scene where a shark eats a guy and he's bleeding. Yeah.
1: The first scene is like one of the most horrific scenes in in film. It makes you never want to go swimming alone.
0: I think that's I don't think today that you would ever they would ever fly. maybe it was, came out today with modern graphics and stuff, no way.
1: Right. Maybe that's what it was. They were a little less sensitivo. I mean, look at all the different ratings they have for video games. I was thinking about that the other day. You know, the video games that we used to play, while they were all just giant mushroom trips, there was a right. lot of violence, like bombs. You would blow people up and blow up enemies. Yeah. These little cartoon characters, and there was no rating system back then.
0: No, it was have at it. You could get Contra and just shoot a million guys, or put bombs and blow up birds. And they're eh, just just have at it, kids. Just a. It's bunch interesting of, how that happens. Bad music parenting. is the one thing that that mu- music they really put the warnings on there right from the beginning, right when like gangster rap came out. Yes. They, were, they immediately were like, now nah, you can't buy this without a parent you know parental advisory. they, they, they jumped in that really quick. It's, it's funny that they didn't do that with other things.
2: The
1: cool thing is that that parental advisory sticker, it was always so like it looked like it was part of the, the cover. You know like how it was written. It said like parental, really small. Then it said advisory, like real stretched out, like the font was all big. And then at the bottom, it said suggested. So suggested. It, it, it kind of blended in. And, and I think some parents would just miss it, like my dad.
0: <laughs> I think so, too. He missed it on the crowd. You're right, though. But, but the parental advisory warnings, there were some that were like kind of small. And then some took like Onyx back to fuck up. The parental well, advisory yeah. sign in that was like half of the album cover. I remember it was huge. It was bigger. You know, it was it was a lot bigger, but then you had other ones. I remember, like, Ice Cube, and it was, like, kind of tiny.
1: Like, look at the, the cover of the Chronic. It's maybe 1 30th the size of the entire album cover. Very small in the lower right-hand corner.
0: And it kind of blends in because it's, like, a yeah. white cover anyway. Yeah,
1: look on the other side. There's, like, other little boxes that kind of look similar, and they're just, like, credits, and it kind of just makes... That advisory, oh, is that what it says,
0: like, Daz and Corrupt and all that? the
1: dog, the Doc, and then it says, yeah, Corrupt, D-O-C. Jewel, that nigga Daz, Rage, and uh, RBX.
0: Maybe they purposely did that, then, to, to counter the parental advisory.
1: Right. I'm sure it was a design to get kids like you and I, their parents, to not see it and just buy it.
0: And they would, I would never get, I think maybe once eh? somebody didn't sell it to me, but they would always sell it to you. Some kid working at Sam Goody at the mall isn't like, I need to see a parent. You know, they're like 15. They're like, here you go. I don't care. It's like the same
1: guy taking your ticket at the movie, the same zit faced nerd. And I remember one time we tried to to buy Strictly from a Niggas by Tupac and we we were denied.
0: Yeah, we got denied. Denied. That was another loophole too. He he abbreviated, strictly for my niggas, so it looked like strictly for my n i g g a z, and you're like, oh, it stands for something, so we right. can put it on the cover. But they, you know, would have that title on like MTV and everything, and get away with it. And then later they like stop doing that because they realized it was like a gimmick. It'd
1: be funny to come we'll up try with something like, what idea. what does that stand for? Uh, what what would that stand for? N i g g a z? Do you think it actually stood for something? Knowing Tupac, I'm sure it did.
0: Right. I'm sure something's really, uh, really happening here.
1: Oh, what's happening? I'm
0: going to try to add this back in, see what he's doing. Uh,
1: uh, as we uh, wait for Biz to come back, the Louisiana Cajun Navy apparently went to uh, Texas to help people that were flooding. Because Texas, it, the hurricane went from a cat four to a tropical storm in like half an hour. And then it just stood still. And this, this, this storm has just been hovering has just been treading air over Texas, not budging. And oh my gosh! Two feet of rain. They're they're leaning on two feet of rain. Dude, there's cars. There are highways underwater. Highways like ramps. I saw on ramps.
0: I saw those pictures, man. They look insane. I, I saw. I've never uh, seen flooding like that.
1: You know, it's funny. Like a lot of the no, I've never seen that. A lot of the celebrities that tweet out or you know Facebook post like you know you're in our prayers and. Of course, they sh- along with their posts "You're in our prayers." They post the like horrific photos of, you know, people rowing through the water. It's like, uh, yeah, did you right. have to include the, uh, you know, the media sensational picture? And the sad thing is, Hulk Hogan did that. And one of the pictures, oh, he, no. one of the pictures he posted was like a fake one, where like there's airplanes underwater.
0: Oh my God. Like,
1: Hulk, you idiot. That's not real. That was like on, like, it was on Yahoo as, like, don't look at this. This isn't a real picture of Houston.
0: Right, right. And, and it's kind of like what happened today. There was something trending earlier. I'm just going to message you, care, let him know we're, we're uh, going to be right, slicing that right, right soon. There was, uh, there was a picture of Obama in Texas. They're like, this is President Obama in Texas giving out meals to people, victims of Hurricane Harvey. Of but it was obviously an old picture from Thanksgiving, but uh. he has, like, a sweater on. Uh, and like it's obviously like a cold time of year. And people were re- it got retweeted like hundred and seventy thousand times. thinking Ronald Reagan really?
1: paid a visit to the victims of Houston. It's like a picture from the eighties and people are
0: like, Oh, he's such a hero. Right, you right, know, exactly.
1: He's dead.
0: It it's so funny too, because they're like you know, those old pictures. Somebody did one the other day, it was uh it, it was a an old picture that I remember seeing in a lot of those articles that were like, you know, 100 of the most moving photographs of the past 100 years. Clickbait. And it's like, it, it's a little baby with a, a white KKK outfit on, giving like a flower to a black cop. And it was from like the 60s. And somebody posted that after Charlottesville. And I was like, oh. that's a, I had to call him out. I was like, that's a, that's a great photograph. But that that's actually like a really old photograph. From Wait like a 60s. minute. The 60s.
1: The picture of the little kid in the dorky, I feel so sorry for that kid. Ghost KKK costume, touching yeah. touching the the police officers like, what is that riot shield? That's from the sixties.
0: Yeah, it's from it's from a long time ago.
1: Oh, I was so moved by that.
0: It's still it's still a powerful image. Sure, but but that's the problem with like clickbait. People don't read things, and and that's why you see a million, kind of a side topic. But you see a million of these fake posts that say like, uh, you know. Miley Cyrus praises the residents of Doylestown, Pennsylvania. And then the link, you look at the link, and it's like channel13news.com. And you're like, no, no, this isn't real. And you click on it, and it's obviously a fake site. But people just see that, and they think, hey, we'll just share it. Dude. We we need to get in on that. uh, We need to start doing uh, fake news.
1: I I know. And we've been talking about this because it's just so easy. And apparently there's no consequence for it. Like – uh, okay, not, the, not at all. The small white boy touches the riot shield, that picture, you're right. It's not from Charlottesville, but it was from 1992 in Atlanta, Georgia at a KKK oh, okay. rally. 92, but still, yeah. dude, they were they were throwing that all over
0: like it was it happened yesterday. Right. God. All over the place. And, uh, oh, it was too? oh, for some reason yeah. it was the 60s. But, yeah, so it was a long time ago. I'm sure there's a
1: similar one from the 60s.
0: But, uh, yeah, they – <laughs> It was him clearly in a sweater and khakis and like an undershirt. <laughs> There's no way he's giving out meals in Houston in August no. in a sweater. No. I mean, and he's not giving meals out to the homeless in there. People aren't doing that now. They're getting people out of dying and drowning, and setting them up in a shelter. They're not. You know, yeah. I'm sure, they're giving meals there, but Obama's not smiley face giving meals to people that just lost their house. I mean, FEMA's doing that. It's it's just so amazing. I saw a huge like.
1: I don't even know what it is, like auditorium or, or some sort of shelter. Just it looked, dude, it looked like the DMV when the DMV is completely packed times 10.
0: Just Ooh. just
1: rows of seats and people just like posted up sitting in them like. uh, What do we do now? Like
0: it's terrible. I mean, that's miserable.
1: I guess I should maybe prepare. And get some sort of kayak because I saw a lot of people on kayaks, and I thought that at least you can get around.
0: Yeah, at least you can you know stay above water.
1: You don't have to just sit in a shelter like a freaking stooge.
0: Jen put together an earthquake preparedness kit, like waters, batteries, things Did like she? that, in case in case the big one hits. Look at her. And I said, I said, well, we're leaving town if that happens. We're not like hanging out in in a. You know, in ruins. Like we're just, we're. I'm gonna steal a motorcycle and we're gonna drive to San Diego. And she's like, "You're not Daryl from The Walking Dead. You're not gonna." And I was like, "I will be. In that case, I will be. I will be Daryl. I will. I will steal a bike and you'll get on the back and I'll ride us through traffic and we'll go to San Diego."
1: Part of me kind of uh, looks forward to some sort of Armageddon where, you know, stealing and looting is actually a, a strength trait, and not, you know, not a criminal trait. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I think I'll be really excited when you know all the rules are out the window and I can just steal as I please. I'll be pretty good, right. Real quick. Yeah, you just go to the
0: store and get stuff all the time. I'll get some parental advisory CDs. Yeah. You want to? Uh, you want to patch in care?
1: I've been waiting for you. Where, where's Biz? Did he? Is I've, he tr-
0: I think so. I've tried. I've added him in twice since the call. Yeah, I thought he was. But on. um, but I think he might have a bad connection, which I get. He's uh, oh. you know, kind of tired, but. I don't know what tiredness. It was a bad connection, but I feel like he—I feel like he doesn't have a computer. Like, from what what uh, I made, and I don't know what's going on. I don't think he
1: has a bit. I don't think he has a good connection. You know, he's all the way on the other side of the. Oh wait, no, he's in the country.
0: Yeah, he's in the country. He's I don't know not, what's happening. I'll he, try him again. He's see on what's the mainland. going on. Mainland. He's on mainland.
1: Dude, this um, this neighborhood I live in, Greystone. Greystone of Boynton Beach, that's the name of my neighborhood. It has a Facebook page. It is it's is—it's—it's like my own it's like it's own Facebook timeline. Like oh, I, nice. I get updates. Dude, it's just people blah, blah, blahing, making the dumbest requests, recommendations asking oh. how do you clean, no, how do you fix a Samsung refrigerator?
0: Invite me to that.
1: Invite <sighs> me. No, you, they have to, dude it's so insane. There's like a vetting process, and they have to prove that you live here. Oh my God! So you, they wouldn't accept you.
0: That's well, I can, I can but manipulate But again, a I don't, I don't, I Why don't I want them. Trouble?
1: I don't really, I don't make really any comments ever, because I don't really want to be known. I'm just kind of watching from a distance, you know? Like yeah. A,
0: like right, a, right, yeah. You want to observe?
1: Like a hawk, like a cougar,
0: like a. Like a mountain lion. Jakar, are with us, sir? <laughs> What's going on What's tonight? going
1: on with these connexiones? I mean, I'm full blast, Willie. You sound crystal. Everything's
0: coming in good. Everything's coming in juicy? Well, while we uh, sort out these problems, you can tweet us. Scream! At the <laughs> underscore podcast. Check us out. Listen to all the shows for free on podbean at thepodcastle.podbean.com. And download the shows for free on iTunes and check out some merchandise at kingmanproductions.com, as well as Snapchat, nerd.35. We're going to be trying to uh, tag Jacare in here and uh, see what's going on. He's got some interesting things to talk about. The WWE, this is, I feel like the show is going to be given the respect it deserves. John and I are, were avid fans of the sport and the organization Years of Yonder passed over thy zenith loins. Oh, and yeah. I think it'll be cool to, because uh, he knows all those old guys like, like we do. Yeah,
1: you know? I think uh, a lot of those guys contributed to probably the way I behave on a daily second-to-second basis. You know, they were all so grand and, and you know, it was, I come and worship me, basically, you know. And I can, I have second boosts of energy and I, and I never quit. Like the whole Hulk, you know, the Hulk Hogan thing where the match would be going 20 minutes and he would just be getting his butt kicked. And then in the last two minutes, he would all of a sudden summon the power of the Hulkamaniacs and, and win. Except the, the power of the Hulkamaniacs. Hey, and, and speaking of Hogan, you know what I was thinking when we were talking about uh, Mayweather and McGregor? Is this the biggest fight of all time? Okay. If oh my no, gosh,
0: if, yeah, we've got to talk about this tonight. If
1: not, what was the biggest fight of all time? And I can't believe I didn't say, because to me... The biggest fight of all time was Hogan Warrior at WrestleMania Six.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That was so huge. It was like that was
0: that was huge.
1: There's someone more popular right now at this second than Hulk Hogan, and he might beat him.
0: No. No, impossible. That was amazing. (sighs) I
1: still remember. I think Ryan and I cried.
0: Yeah, that was amazing. What year was that?
1: Wrestlemania 6. I don't know. I'll find out. I'm on it. I'm on it, Jerry. I'm on the case.
0: Who won that fight? The Warrior. That was Wrestlemania 6, though, right?
1: Yeah. Hogan okay. went. Hogan went for the leg drop, and Mitt and Warrior got out of the way. Ran around, did a splash, pinned him. One, two, three. 1990,
0: April Fool's Day.
1: Huh. Was Inter- it really? Interesting. Toronto, Canada.
0: Yeah, well, oh, I was going to ask, yeah.
1: It was actually, cool. I think the first time, it was champion versus champion.
0: Intercontinental and heavyweight? Yes. So it didn't what really was make the sense. intercontinental? Was that like different? I don't know what that, I never knew what that meant. I thought it was like kind of cool, but not as cool. It was like being a, a junior?
1: I think it, like a senior? I think it means you can defend it in Mexico, United States, and Canada. Within the continent. They don't depend really? in, in, in Japan or anywhere else around the world. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> yeah. We're going to fight in Bolivia I, no.
0: the joke's on you. It doesn't mean shit.
1: It's basically like they, they might as well have just called it the silver belt, the silver medal belt, you know, because it was just like the second-place belt to see if you could carry gold yeah. and, and, you know, carry like that mid-card headline.
0: Speaking of wrestling, this is an interesting story, and I told you this, and you had a good – explanation for this back in the day and I think it was that they do it for show or something but when I saw wrestling at the spectrum in like 92 or something like that Mm -hmm. Macho King man, one of them they lost the fight and the belt was given to somebody else okay yeah. so somebody else like took the belt and I was like oh my god a new champion and then you never heard about that again. It oh, wasn't on yeah. like the Saturday. Night. It, it was almost like they did it for because it was before social media and cell phones, so you could probably get away with that. But for like forty thousand people or whatever, I don't know, twenty thousand, it somebody lost the belt, but then it got swept under the rug as if it never happened. It was never mentioned again. It was so weird. I do I, I felt duped. They've done I that. I was to. Uh,
1: they've done that before, but what they do is they don't like necessarily tuck it under the rug. For, like, two seconds, you know, Monsoon will, will mention, oh, but by the way, in that match, uh, they found uh, uh, Brass Knuckles on the Challenger, so the title switched back to the original winner. Oh, is that what it was? You know, they like, they'll, a... they'll throw in, like, an excuse as to why it didn't count or somebody was disqualified. They did that to the Rockers. They beat the Hart Foundation for the titles, and then, like, off.
0: Brass Knuckles for you. He had a gun in his pants. <laughs> he, had, he had an erection, sir, he had a during the Intercontinental match. He, he had a loaded dick. Well, is that, did that help sway the fight? Yes, it did, sir. It most certainly did.
1: He had a sharp blue-veined diamond cutter in there.
0: He had a sharp...
1: He was humping him.
0: Poignant granite slicer of the level four quarry mage in there in his pants bulging. Yeah, I felt like it was... Uh, I felt duped. I felt lied to. Him. I don't know who it was, though, that won. But I'll tell you what. It was... Uh, the the best match that night was uh, Hitman Hart versus uh, Shawn Michaels, um, and my sister called Shawn Michaels a pussy really loud because she didn't know what that word meant. Oh! And I just started dying. I just I was like this this is the greatest. You have this pussy. you know it was such white trash. You have this little like seven year old like you pussy. Oh, but But uh, how
1: fun was that though, man?
0: When the lights went out, and you just see the light on the ring. Yes,
1: just, mystical, so crisp, magical, and I mean. There, are, there aren't any better two than, than the Hitman and, and the Heartbreak Kid. They had, like, the best feud, uh, oh, the over, feud great. over, like, three separate... T- like, they were tag team wrestlers, and they feuded. Rockers, Heart Foundation, Intercontinental Champions, they feuded. World Champions, I mean, they fought the first Iron Man match, the hour-long match that actually went into overtime, of course.
0: Yeah, it was wild. I felt like their feud lasted for so long, too, like, the entire duration of watching... WWF, which it was called at the time, it was those two always had a feud. It was like those two. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, you had Nails and Bossman.
1: <laughs> <that> yep, year. <laughs> yep. Bret the Hitman Hart and Shawn Michaels. Then I think Nails and Bossman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nails was so good.
1: Great feuds.
0: It was such a great feud. <gasps> it was just like the convict and the prison guard.
1: And they made Nails seem so unbeatable, and then. I think he. Yeah. He, he, he was feuded, scary. He feuded with Undertaker for a week, and you know, Undertaker killed him.
0: Yeah, destroyed him.
1: And that was back when he was, you know, invincible still.
0: Bam Bam Bigelow.
1: Bam Bam, he was great. Tattoo on his he- head.
0: That's dedication right there.
1: Yeah, that's committing to being a wrestler the rest of your life. Phillies win six to one over the Braves.
0: <laughs> it's like, my- oh, nice, good. They deserve a nice win. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think we should. Uh, I think we should take a quick break. And then I'm gonna call Jacare and see uh, Okay if you require some technical assistance. Straighten out the lines. Well I sent him a message and he's like, Oh I forgot you Skype. Let me find it. And I was like <coughs> I think he thought we were gonna like call him in or something. I don't know. Oh. So I think we're we're just on two different platforms. It's like trying to uh, trying to cook a turkey for Thanksgiving. But you're using, like, a science Bunsen burner that's not working. Like, we're trying to, like, two different levels of technology right, here, right. you know? Yeah,
1: we're trying to make crystal meth with uh, used cigarette butts.
0: Speaking of technology, real quick before you go, have you ever tried these card scanners, these business card scanners that, like, there's all these apps that can scan business cards? No, no, because I don't work. care. The, te- the technology's not there. No.
1: And, and it, it's, like, yeah, it's hit or miss – and, you know what? If I want something, I'll find it. Don't shove anything in my face. I don't want it oh, when right. you shove it in my face.
0: What? A, a business card? Yeah.
1: I throw them oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I do, too. I, I, I only did it because a buddy gave me, like, all these business cards to, to scan. Oh, yeah. I did him a favor. So I tried to just do it in an easy way. And just I downloaded this app that scans them. Right. But that technology isn't there yet. You can't <sighs> scan, like, because all business cards look different. Right. It's, so it's just a waste of time. Yeah.
1: It's a little clunky. Business
0: cards... They're the worst, though. I get it. When someone gives you a card, you're like, "I don't even carry cards." You know, God forbid someone's like, "Hey, I want to buy the podcast. So can I?" I'm from NBC. Can I have your card. I'd be like, "I'll write it down on a napkin." <laughs> I, don't, I don't carry cards. I'm not that guy. Because no. you're just giving an invitation to spam. You too?
1: I'm not. I. I. They sent me cards when we, you know, when we merged with this other company. They gave me like 200 business cards. Yeah. They're all still unwrapped.
0: Yeah, same in, here. In
1: in a cabinet in my house that like I need a step ladder to get to. Like I just oh, throw yeah. it above the fridge in that cabinet where you know don't there's nothing it. else. I just get it out of my sight. I don't out of the sight.
0: Out of mine. I got cards oh. too. I've changed titles like two times and I haven't used car I have like five hundred cards from two years of, you know, work and I, I they're still in the box. Yeah. It's a waste.
1: Yeah. I hate them. I don't I don't want them if somebody needs me, I mean, my card isn't going to do it for them. There's 800 other ways for them to find uh, a contact information. Or, hey, guess yeah. what? Here's my number.
0: Yeah, not a piece of paper. It's like, let me look up this man's card. And it's always email. Fa- and I know, it's, everyone still has fax on there. Who still faxes? Honestly, for who sig- still uses a fax machine? It's so obsolete and, like, annoying. It's th- it's, it's First of all, it's tough to use because you have to wait. You don't really know if it went through. It's
1: Never te- I, think, I
0: feel like we've had this conversation. Like, maybe I had this with somebody else, but I, was, I mentioned the fax last week at work, and I, how my dad got a fax machine in like 1988, you know, in his office at home, and that was like, I thought that was cutting edge at the time. But like 30 years later, we're still using a like a dial-in fax to do paper.
1: Oh, it's so unreliable. Do I have to dial a one? Do I do I dial a, a nine? How do I get this to go? Uh, I just hate them. Now they're just connected to. Computers and right, you know, you, you you have an electronic signature. You're you're printing it on your screen. I'm not putting it on my dick. Physically, touching.
0: So we're gonna take a quick <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and find out if the coming on or if this is gonna be a full fledged nerd 35, which is how it's looking at this point. <laughs> <Try> <laughs> us True. at the underscore podcastle, or if you're down in Alney in Philadelphia, you can beat us. Oh. Guys. hey, we shall return precisely after this.
1: the lowest 10 being the best.
0: Exactly. Are you up for this challenge? I'm up for the challenge. And tell us tell us if you've beaten it as well. I sure will. The original Nintendo Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Nintendo. Brothers. Oh. Live web media has been custom developing websites for over 19 years. Each of their website is specifically crafted for each client and their customers. This modern, sleek web design will easily transfer across mobile and tablets while featuring your beautiful brand video and HD imagery. Request pricing today by going to livewebmedia.com, calling them at 949-885-0132, that's 949-885-0132, or email them at info at livewebmedia.com. Blessed? Blessed. Blast! Blast! I'm cool. Who's about this here? I try to add everybody back in again. Is that your care? What's oh, up, <laughs> fellas? All right. All right.
2: Finally. Yes, man. <laughs> Sorry about that.
0: No, no, no. Thanks for being here, man. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, we do this thing. We're on our, We just took a break, so we do this this theme song every time we come back from the break and it's a famous wrestling song and i'm going to play it for you and i want you to tell me if you know what it is it gets you and in the mood
1: I- really gets you in the mood
0: are you ready Do you know who sings who, what theme song? <laughs> who that? sings that? <laughs> who sings that? That's the uh, choir. Do you care? Oh, I think we lost him. What is going on? Tonight? I played this on Harvey. I played this on Conor McGregor.
1: He's. It said It looks like he's connected. It says he's. He sliced the F.
0: That's all right. That's all right. All right,
2: we're back. All right, I think I'm gonna say that's Kamala. Is that Kamala? <laughs> ding ding <laughs> ding. Correct.
0: Kamala. The great Kamala.
2: Ugandan
1: giant. Although I think he was six six one. We just lost him again.
0: I think he was from Mississippi.
1: Mayhaps Jersey.
0: Mayhaps Jersey. I don't think Kamala was actually from uganda
1: no definitely not like the undertaker isn't from death valley do you care where you all right fan? am i back
2: you're back what is going on it's kamala he's it he's, is Kamala. i, yes. I think so yeah, yeah kamala he
0: wasn't really from uganda i think he was from mississippi i know it was a gimmick but he had a very short reign yeah. in uh WWF which it was called at the time and I feel like he should have had a longer one he had kind of a cool gimmick going on
2: I really thought he Kamala was going to last what's that Kamala was your boy I think well, last time I saw you he was telling me how great Kamala was and how yeah. he didn't get the respect he deserved
0: he didn't get the respect he deserved and I felt like he deserved a little bit more and I was reading an article with Kamala because that's what I do in my spare time is read Kamala <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he was talking about how he was only paid like six grand for one of the the um, WrestleManias, but like Undertaker was paid like seventy grand or something like that. So he yeah. felt kind of cheated by the WWF, which uh I think is wrong. I think he should have been paid more. He was a he was a good good wrestler.
2: Yeah, the kid he has some fans, kids loved him. Now, you're doing a lot of things these days,
0: and I want to get into that, but first of all, it's great to have you back on. Thanks for being on. It's great to hear your voice.
2: Yeah, thanks for
0: having me. Anytime. You're one of our favorites. But well, you have kind of an issue with one of the, one of the wrestlers of the WWE.
2: And, yes. Uh, what's the deal with that?
0: Because John has uh, some thoughts on that, too, and I, I'm he agrees with you. I really want to know, like, what's the deal with John Cena? What's What's his... What's the situation?
2: I'm going to give you... Yeah, what like spawned this? What spawned this? Yeah, it happened last week. Okay, I'm going to give you a whole still, right? Check this out. So, I want to say back in 2009, 2010, I was pretty much done with wrestling, right? Because it was, it was all this guy's fault. It was the same thing over and over. He yes. was winning all the time. Yes. Right? Right? Same so, thing. So, around... Uh, the last Raw, before I was like, yo, this is it. I'm gonna, This is the last Raw I'm going to watch. The end of this Raw, these, like, random young dudes show up and just start beating the crap out of everybody. They're beating up announcers, uh, ring girls. I think, like, a couple dudes in the front got, got, caught some hands, and they beat down John Cena. I'm like, yeah, this is dope. It turns out these guys are, like, from their developmental program, and they're coming in, oh, yeah. and they, they start this group, and the group is called The Nexus. I'm like, this is tight. So I'm watching it for months. It leads it up is. to this war at SummerSlam, where it's Nexus versus Team Cena. Okay? Mm. It's though What's going on. And it's, it's two members of the Nexus left and John Cena. John Cena beats both of these guys. Oh. <laughs> it's the winner standing on top of them. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. That's this not right. Is right. Right? It was, like they,
1: it was like they refused <clears throat> to push anyone for like five years. Mm-hmm. Cena would mm-hmm. always prevent yeah. anyone from becoming famous, even really talented guys that just wouldn't get pushed to the top.
2: Exactly. Now, check this out. So my hate for Cena has been like a long time. So about three weeks ago, I was talking to my buddy, Patrick O'Sullivan. Matt knows him. He's a cool guy, great comedian, actor, great. and all that. So we talk once a week about wrestling. I tell him, you know what, because he put over uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, another coming guy from Japan. And so I was like, you know what, maybe Cena's not that bad of a guy. Last week, I read a story, and John Cena admitted to all of this that it was his call for him to beat the Nexus in 2010, despite Edge, Chris Jericho, Legends, telling him, y'all, it's not a good idea, Nexus should beat you. And and he's like, no, no, no. And then about a month later, after what? that, he tells the Nexus guys, hey, you know what? You're actually right. I should have I should have lost. That's
0: <gasps> not right. That's not right. That's not a team player, man. That's messed up. That's like saying, uh, well, I'm a better actor, so I should probably take this role. It's like, nah, yeah, but maybe you should stand this one, sit this one out, like William Shatner, <laughs> the, the remake of Star Trek.
2: <laughs> exactly. And I thought, and I was hearing stuff for years from wrestlers, from fans. I've talked to a couple of wrestlers, but I just thought they were hating on Cena. But this dude confirmed from his own mouth this is exactly what he was doing. He was using his superstar card and just destroying everything.
0: What a terrible guy. That's awful. He's been in too long, too. I feel like his gimmick hasn't changed. He doesn't have an interesting name. <laughs> <laughs> just, he's been going on too long. He's, his, he's name, nails. his
1: name could not be more boring. But when he started... He was on like he was on the Smackdown show only which is like the B mm-hmm. show. And he was like a rapper and he would come out and yep. kind of like rap like an insult to the opponent and he was kind of cool, kind of new, different and then he got in they had a lottery and five people from each roster switched and he went to Raw oh, and it was yeah. like the night after he finally won the title and he was the face of the company and that was like 2000 five or six and from then on no one beat him no one got pushed and that's why that company just became like mario brothers it became like pg just became boring (laughs) that's all i think (laughs) of just like (laughs) mario super mario brothers which is
2: fine but for 10 year olds and you bring up the rap part. I liked him when he first had that gimmick because it was meant to poke fun of that type of person who yeah. thinks he's from the street, but he's really not. Right. But then he started making it serious. I was like, wait a minute, no. And it was just straight up like cultural appropriation at that point, and it really yeah. made me mad. That. I was just like, I'm done. Now yeah. people used to tell me, well, Scott Steiner would culture appropriate. Scott Steiner was a was a fool, man. He, he wasn't really. He would just make up. He would take slang words and just slang and put them together like, and it didn't mean anything. He was such anything. a jerk. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, pump. we're get, we're getting dibby with it. It's like that's not real. <laughs> like, Big that's pop Papa Pump a real word. is your hookup. Holler,
1: if you hear me. Yeah, that's yeah. A like, what, it, does that that that
0: right <laughs>
2: what does that there, mean? What does that mean, sir? That rolled like right off tongue. That sounded so reading, natural.
0: <laughs> I feel like he should have been rapping like LL Cool J's song, "Deep Blue Sea." You know what I mean? Yeah. So
2: I accepted Scott Steiner, because like he's a clown. Like he's like, yeah, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. So it up <laughs> it
1: doesn't matter.
2: That's and what he looks ridiculous what do, too. He does look
0: ridiculous. Ooh. Not as ridiculous as Floyd Money Mayweather does with his new shirts, but but up there,
2: just as, just as who's that, Scott Steiner? Yeah, yeah, I feel like he even looks more ridiculous now. It's like oh, he looks bizarre it's like now. like he took the steroids and injected them directly to each muscle. Like that's yes. what like too much definition.
0: Like Shawn Michaels is still doing like for years doing the sexy boy image. But at this point <laughs> he's like fifty with he I mean, he looks like he should be getting like another Paps Blue Ribbon out of the trailer park. He's oh. got like muscles, but he's got the receding hairline, but he's still the long hair. You know Sean Shawn Michaels looks like? The guy, like the third guitar player in White Snake from like the early '80s, that's that just still doing like the, the sexy boy image. Won't let not. go,
1: right? Won't let go. I think he did cut his hair though. I think he shaved his head. Oh, did he shave it? Yeah, because it was getting really awkward and like in three different pieces, and it just was really <laughs> too much. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm laughing, but I'm hurting at the same time because Shawn uh, Michaels was my boy. Uh, he was a pretty so guy. I'm like, this is all true, but he's great. It's oh, sad. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. He's one of the best of all time. He
1: it had really a is. he had a huge pill addiction. Uh, <gasps> almost killed him.
2: Oh yeah, he did. Michaels. He did. Yeah. Right. He, he, had,
1: he had some issues, man. Yeah, he had some yeah had some problems in like the early, you know, like mid and late '90s, early mid late '90s when he mm-hmm. was famous for you know being a singles wrestler and him and like Scott Hall, you know, Razor Ramon they were like mm-hmm. drinking oh yeah he had problems pillin buddies they were like best friends they were nuts yeah six, i didn't know that six, i knew Blazer
0: ramone had had his had some serious issues i feel like a lot of those guys did too they got really messed up in a lot of ways michael's yeah it's sad
1: he left in like 98 after stone cold beat him at wrestlemania they said it was back issues but i think the back issues caused pill issues which caused him to like retire
2: for like a year and a half. Oh wow. That's sad. Yeah, I read his book and you know what changed? He found Jesus. Found Found the Lord. Found Jesus. There you go.
0: That'll do it. That's the rehab you need, you know? That's a it's a cycle shift that, you know, you need you need another you need to replace it with something. You can't just stop it. You have to get like Eminem replaced pills with running and exercise, you know, he just ran all the time. Uh it sounds like Jesus was what Shawn Michaels kinda needed to fill that yeah. void. Is that, that's a slippery slope, man.
1: And, you know, you go from telling, from crotch chopping and telling people to suck <laughs> to suck it, <laughs> to to walk into the ring with a, a crucifix around your neck. It's quite a transition, but everybody accepted it because it's HBK.
2: Cause not messing <laughs> it's around. Which, did you know Vince McMahon, this is how crazy he is. He had a match when Sean came back after he became a Christian. It was Vince McMahon and his son versus Shawn Michaels and God. <laughs> no, that's yeah. not true. Yeah. No. Yes, and all they did was like shine a spotlight
1: and, and it, you know, it oh coast, my gosh. coasted down the ring as if like God was this like light and into the corner. And it just, I didn't watch that.
0: Sounds blasphemous.
1: It sounds. Did
0: you care? Was it blasphemous? Fake. Was it a little blasphemous?
1: I think we may have lost him again. Scott I have Steiner. A snake here. Scott Steiner. Like, he had, his pecs looked normal. Then as he got older, there was a little separation in the middle. Now, it's like his chest muscles are so far apart, it does not look normal. I don't know what is going on with him.
0: Like those boobs that have, like, a six-inch radius between the two? You're like, what is that?
1: Like when, you know, a girl that was very flat-chested gets, like, maybe uh, implants that are too big. And you can tell they're too fake because they're like separated. What snake? Yeah, it, who is weird that? Looking. Clark's holding
0: Eve the snake.
1: Clark is holding up Eve the snake. He's she's around your uh, neck.
0: Jake the snake. Clark Yeah, man, it's it's weird. <coughs> when you see that? Jakari, are you with us, sir?
2: Yeah, cut off
0: again. It's, it's uh, that that time. It was Brutus the barber beefcake. He wanted his airtime, and he decided to Skype you out. Freaking Brutus. Good and now you're
2: saying about the it Was a it blasphemous Vince McMahon? This is what happened
0: Yeah, it was So this
2: man Faced off against Shawn Michaels I think at Wrestlemania, Shawn Michaels beat him He comes out and he says I lost because uh, it was two against one And everyone's like, what are you talking about? And he kept saying two against one and then he said it was God and Shawn Michaels So he kind of lost his mind Because he couldn't believe he lost to Shawn Michaels And that's when it went to the, the Two on two. Ooh.
0: He lost his mind.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's
1: that is Delighted. really that is really dumb.
0: I wonder what kind of man <laughs> is. This
1: man so is. bad. And I see Vince is still like sort of involved, and I'm looking at him like, dude, Vince, you, you can't even really be having fun anymore. Like, it's not what it used to be. Like, how can you do a, a Raw every single night and be involved in every single dumb storyline that they have going? There's just <laughs> no way. He's got to be, like, yeah.
0: not as involved. And he's got to be worth, like, $20 billion. He just needs to, like, oh, step sure. away and, and relax. You know, he's, he, the, guy's the only
2: saving grace of wrestling right now is Triple H. Grace. He's, the, he's like the voice of reason when she, Vince is like, let's do it. Another Mexican gimmick, and he's like, "No, let's <laughs> not right. do that." Speaking, speaking do of Mexican gimmicks, I had these tacos earlier. Now, speaking of <laughs> Mexican
0: gimmicks, did you guys hear Conor McGregor say he turned Mayweather into a Mexican after the yes.
1: fight? Yes. What? Is that I, I
0: still don't understand that reference. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what
0: does that mean? Turned him into a Mexican. He beat him so like Mexicans can beat you.
1: What does that mean? I don't
0: understand. I don't get the reference. I turned him into a Mexican.
1: Like he beat him up so much, he beat the black off of him, and now he's Mexican. I'm just. But going... he lost.
0: Yeah, but he, but wow, Mayweather yeah. kicked his ass. I don't well, know what.
1: He lasted ten rounds his first boxing match. He lasted
0: ten rounds, but he was he's a strong guy, McGregor, and he was standing up, but he he was. Last few rounds, he, was he wasn't doing walloped. anything. He was getting
2: Yeah, he was end. trying to Just say fix. that Mexican fighters who fought him actually went and fought him instead of, like, running from him. Or he it basically said Mary rather had to fight. It's like, a Mexican has to fight. A Mexican boxer has to fight. You know, if you see hmm. fights that he uh, fought with Mexican fighters, they, you know, yeah. they, they supposedly brought it to him, but he still beat them. Oh,
1: uh, all right. that's right. Like, yeah, they're they're the ones that actually, you know, got a few hits that's... in on him. Knocked him around a little, Mayweather.
0: Spunked him around.
2: But it was still... I think... and I like how nobody mentioned it, and I like how none of the mainstream media mentioned it either. It's I'm just so silent. surprised. We're going to yeah. pretend he didn't say that. I'm so surprised they didn't mention it. And I'm also
0: surprised how quiet the Mayweather fight was after it was done. That's all they Dude. talked about, for like, eight months. As soon as it was done, I had to, like, Google, like, the the topic. It was, they had, like, one mention on, like, ABC, and it, it kind of died the same night.
1: Dude, I was – that's how I felt. I remember waking up Sunday morning going, I don't want to hear about this fight at all today. Like, it's just – it was just overload the last two weeks. You just heard right. Mayweather, McGregor, Mayweather, McGregor, all these experts saying, he won't land one punch. Uh, you know, it, it was just, <laughs> so yeah. I, I got it. I was like, good. Like, let's just not talk about it until like Monday. Like, give me a day off.
2: Yeah. Give Do you guys play. remember when Mayweather fought Big Show? Yes.
0: No, I didn't know got, that happened. Got, got 20, yes, he
2: 20 million
1: for it.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. And Big Show. Big Show. Yeah. Big Show took like a five combination from him. Yeah. On Raw. Busted him, busted his nose open.
1: Like just took it. Like they discussed it backstage. He's like, "Yeah, you're really gonna punch me." He's like, "Yeah, go ahead." And Mayweather broke his nose. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> like a bare. It was
2: punch. so fast. those combos it was so fast. Like dude,
0: <laughs> Floyd Money Mayweather, Do you, you need to be, be a boxer and have a cool name like that. Like, Jakair. Christian Calhoun, but you come out with your gloves.
2: You know, I wanted to be a boxer, but this is my mom telling Because we used to rock, rock Rocky Five all the time. Your, like, favorite, on one? Nonstop. Oh. your favorite, favorite one? My favorite one. Love that one. Very and underrated. My mom was like, right? People hate yeah. on that. I, I that know. 30-minute fight scene the It, it gets the band.
0: heartstrings, man.
2: But it was
1: a good, it was like an unexpected turn. Like he came back and was poor. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, geez, I didn't see that coming.
0: That's what made it great. They had all these movies of him, like, "Hey, I have fancy robots, and I'm fighting Hulk Hogan and all this." And then, and then they're like, "He's back in Philly," which was cool. And mm-hmm. he's like, "Poor again. He's Rocky from the streets." But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What,
2: what you? I could see you being a boxer. I mean, you're you're a big guy. You could hurt somebody. My,
0: yeah, my mom happened?
2: was like, my mom told me she goes, "There's two ways I will disown you: if you join the military, if you uh-huh. became a boxer."
0: Oh, she wanted oh. you to get your face. I kind of get that. She doesn't want That's you taking hit there. Smart, hits smart mom. Day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, since you guys are from Philly, you're safer. Did you guys used to go to that spot where they fought at the end, like that whole street scene? You guys been over there? Where in Rocky Five? Yeah.
0: That was actually my mom grew up in that neighborhood, but I, I don't have, um, I don't have any memory of be I know exactly where it is and and what's around there, but I don't have any memory of like. I don't know what's there. I don't think that building was actually now is some kind of uh I don't think it's boxing or anything. I think they're just like street front like storage or something like that. But I, I know uh, where it uh, is, uh, yeah, for sure.
1: Zombie storage units.
0: Yeah. But it's cool. It's a cool spot. But I love Rocky Five when uh Tommy Gunn comes to the bar and he hits Paulie. It's like, Hey Paulie, oh. knock him down. Why don't you try to knock <laughs> the feet down now? And he gets up and you're like, Yeah, no. he's, he's here to he's here to play. And Rocky's here to mess around, <laughs> and then and then whoop your ass. And I love the Don King spoof guy. Like, yeah. Well, oh, fight yes. to him, the street, Yeah <laughs> Touch, man. I'll see
2: you. He's great. That's what I'm saying, man. All of that. Like people need to stop hating on that movie. I hate when it's like, oh, you know, rock, you know, Rocky Five is the worst. What do you mean? I know that. Get out of here. It's a great flick. The reason
0: they say it's the worst is because he never fights in a ring. And they think like, well, we wanted to see because it came off of Rocky Four, you know, with, with Stallone fighting the Russian and giving that speech. Yeah, and he but didn't. It's a great like movie. It's not like a boxing performance th- movie. It's a great movie.
1: There was no Rocky mm-hmm. training montage in the fifth one. It's right. The, it's the only one that doesn't have one.
0: It's a great flick.
1: But still, I yeah, it's how, a different take. The character. Right. You know. Yeah, it's Rocky. The guess. character Rocky is so great. He's so funny. So lovable. Get in
0: there, Mickey loves you, Mickey loves yeah, you that's, Son I, of a that's bitch! That's the first Rocky movie I ever saw. I saw it in the theaters, and I never saw another one. I was whenever that came out, like 1990. I was like eight.
1: That yeah. was the
0: first one I ever saw, and I thought it was great. Nice.
1: But to go back to uh, John Cena, yeah. uh, I yeah, mean, John- as much as he as he just bored and gave wrestling a stale taste in my mouth, and ultimately caused me to just not care what new storyline they could come up with because as long as he was involved, I just couldn't, I didn't have, I didn't care. I didn't care about mm-hmm. him. He felt so right. manufactured and all of that on top of him being kind of a boring wrestler. I mean, he was like Hogan yes. in that. Like, he had like five moves. And Honky Tonk, man, he is not. His finisher wasn't like an original <laughs> move. It was like someone else's before him years ago, so it wasn't like anything unique like the leg drop. <laughs> oh but he is the most requested and he's visited the most children for that St. Jude make a wish thing. So good for him. As crappy a wrestler he is, he is a very good guy.
2: Here's the thing though. That's cool he's a good guy. But I don't this is going to happen. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. I don't need him to because, be a good guy. <laughs> right, exactly. I we're talking about wrestling. wrestling here. Yes. Right, right, true. True that.
1: Yeah, I'm not we're not and, uh, cutting the man, we're cutting the, the wrestler.
2: Yeah. And back in the day, I used to watch WCW, okay? Ooh, and I, there was some stuff happening in WCW when I was a teenager. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. The storyline and all this, what's going on? And then years later, there's all these books and documentaries saying this is what's going on backstage. Madness. And I'm like, oh, that's why that didn't make sense. So I feel like I was telling Patrick, now it's going to start coming out because it's clear WWE has lost so much of their fan base and money from yeah. the days that we used to watch. Right. And it's going to come yeah. out that this dude is responsible for a lot of that. Like was holding them hostage. Oh, good call, man. Touche. Wow. Because he's,
1: he's their most, he was like their most popular, but you, you would yeah. hear he would be the main event. Good guy at a pay-per-view. The main event in WCW, f- the main event, baby face <laughs> in, in WWF and uh-huh. John Cena. And people would be booing him. Yes. Do you care? They would do, Cena sucks. And then the other half of the crowd would go, let's go, Cena. Exactly. CM Punk, who was one of their better. CM Punk almost got me back into wrestling.
2: And then they they screwed that up and they let him quit. Yeah. See, that's funny you said that because I stopped watching a little bit after the Nexus situation. Everyone's blowing me up on my phone one day to look at what CM Punk's talking about, and he's laying into John Cena. Yes. Saying all the stuff that we felt for years. I'm like, you tell him, just oh, yeah, please say this. And that got genius. me back into wrestling, so I'm watching it now because of because of what he did. Yes. What year was that the, that the the you got back the crowd. into oh, this. When was the pipe bomb, John? That had to be 12 or 13, 2012, yeah.
0: 2013. Th- th- yeah, 13. <laughs> so you took like a three-year hiatus. And you were like, I'm done. John Cena and yeah. all that killed it for me. And then you got back into it because I know you're very knowledgeable in wrestling. And you know, like, well, like, I don't really know what's going on now in wrestling. I, I haven't watched it since my youth. But <laughs> I know it's. I know you're down with from '96
1: from the summer of '96 when the when the NWO invaded WCW. Yes. From oh, then yeah. until around 2007. I didn't miss one Raw or SmackDown. To me, it was like as important as Game of Thrones. Like I did not miss a <laughs> yeah, live Charles show. In charge. Right, same thing. And <laughs> uh, I but then you yeah, know, Cena just flatlined. Like uh, and, this life, is, and life, so life you away. stopped watching
2: because of Cena.
1: Yeah, dude. Seriously, that was really. See, this it. is why
2: I keep hearing all the time.
1: Yeah, he 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 was kind of like the start of. Moving away from the attitude era where they had their fun, but they can't like get away with that stuff anymore. Uh, it's like too risky. You know, you're not going to get another rock, stone cold, lightning in a bottle. So they're like playing it safe in the WWE universe. They're playing to everyone, so it's just become stale.
0: Yeah, it's lost its like yeah, it's lost its interest for a lot of people because of that. And I feel exactly. like a lot of times they're, they're – do you agree to you care? They're afraid to take risks like the old days where it was kind of fun. They could do more so gimmicks. So much money involved. They, See, they now that's the thing.
2: Down. They were afraid uh, like that until Triple H started getting more and more into power. Now they're – and it's not just like I know you can't be too risky and too edgy because they have stocks. That's fine. You don't need right. to be yeah. edgy to tell right. a good story. Right. So now they're telling like better stories because he's involved and it doesn't take – Blood and boobs and all that and stuff, you know. Yeah. And you know, I want to have, yeah. you know, kids one day, and I can't. I don't really want them watching that stuff. You know, they're like coming home, sucking, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna beat you up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, right, right. I get that. It's like that. the feuds
1: from back in the day were they lasted. They had like all these layers. They're they're they weren't mm-hmm. they weren't direct enemies to start, and then they would slowly become enemy. It's like these feuds last like a pay per view, and then it's d- and it's done. The, no one cares anymore, <laughs> and then they move on. They change it. Next one, right. they're putting yeah. a different guy. It's like, just, there's no,
2: I don't know. There's no, they're very quick. There's no long. That's exactly with the towards the end of WCW when I stopped watching it. They were doing uh, that. I mean, uh, we Macho Man gave the elbow drop to Sting. It was never explained why he did it. He was just gone after that. <laughs> just gone for months. Never said, Oh, why did you elbow drop Sting?
0: <laughs> That's dude. Did you care? Before, before you came on, I was telling John I saw wrestling. Uh, I saw a WWF match, at uh, you know, event at the Philadelphia Spectrum in like 1992 when I was, you know, like 10 years old or something, and this is before social media, before cell phones and all that, and somebody lost the belt that night, it might have been Bret Hart, I don't remember, but somebody like lost the, the belt and there was a new like champion, and I was like, this is amazing, this is incredible. And then you never heard about it again, and that person didn't actually win the belt. It was like just for sport or spectator or something. And what? It, and and it was really weird. And then John explained, well, back in that day, that happened all the time because they would say things like, "Oh, well, there was a disqualification and this uh, and that." But it was you could never rare. get away with that today. But it was it was rare. But it was It was, it was rare. Was, but they, they would get they, away how so, with it,
1: right? Yeah, they would get away with it because it would be an
0: untelevised
1: event. Yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah, they would say. Yeah. Just in case, yeah. you know, words spread somehow. They'd be like, at an untelevised event, Shawn Michaels <laughs> beat Bret the Hitman Harper later. We found out that his boot had a cement brick in the toe. So, <laughs> Shawn, or Bret keeps the
0: title. He had a used condom in his glove. But no. they oh, so but like, real, pace. They gave you entertainment. I mean, it was entertaining as heck. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, this guy, he just lost the belt. There's a new champion. And then Those live know, they,
2: shows are amazing. Matter of fact, this incredible. is probably the most satisfying wrestling experience I had. When they came to uh, L.A., to uh, the um Staples Center for SummerSlam, it was John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. That was the day mm. that Brock <laughs> Lesnar gave that dude 15 suplexes. It was so oh. great. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh my I hate, gosh. I hate
2: seeing them so much. And seeing this live, this beast, to be honest, <laughs> after a while I started oh. feeling sad for because Brock Lesnar oh. – he looks insane in real life. Oh. And that stuff just looked real. Like, he was really putting hands on, on Cena. I was like, you know what? We got to call LAPD soon. We I hate call. Cena, but this, is, yeah, this like, is a little too much. Including
1: his face. Like, Cena, the entire front of his body was, like, throbbing by the
2: 11th, uh, whatever, the F, F5. He <laughs> looks like finish. he's hurting somebody. Great. No, he was giving them just the suplexes and oh. then he gave them like three F5. Oh, just like the Benoit suplexes. Oh, man. Damn. Benoit suplexes. Where was that? Concussion. Staple Center. Oh, nice. And kids, like I said, kids were crying. People were like stunned. Even the haters were like, Good. all right, just pin them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, right.
1: think we're done. <laughs> yeah, Can you just God. stop? You you have to be sore by now, Brock.
0: Yeah, it hurts <laughs> me I'm watching this. I'm sore
2: watching it. Now you're sore. I, like, what is going on? Call LAPD. Right. and mind you, this is I still had the. Oh, uh, there's gonna be Super Cena. He's gonna do his thing. Nope. <laughs> just the oh just the beat down. beatdown, beatdown the
1: whole time. He had no offense. Uh, that it was would be really inside. nice. The live one you go <laughs> to, Cena gets destroyed. That that's pretty nice. Yes! That worked out yes! nicely. Yes, gets, it
0: did. Yeah. <laughs> that was payback, right? Payback. I felt it is, it is brutal to watch when they do body slams because you know you're actually it's like watching boxing. You're watching somebody punch somebody else in the face. Body slams, yeah.
2: you know, you're, they're they're really slamming you down, and, and it looks like you know I don't want to be in that situation. People and think and it, is, it, yeah, it is real time. You know, it's not like a camera switches, and it's it live. feels more visceral because you're right there seeing it. And the expression on their face, and it's not like it's a trampoline that they're on.
1: They're like on a. I mean, it's there's still some sort of like give to the ring, but there's no like springs under it or anything like that. It's not like
0: like a water mattress.
1: It's not like yeah. It's not exactly.
0: Yeah, and you can hear it too, which makes it more brutal. Yeah, right. The uh the
2: suplexes though, that's that's brutal. That's tough. Right How many at did he
0: 15? give that night? Fifteen?
2: It's usually just like one or two. This dude did 15 of them. <clears> Smashing,
1: slamming his head into the mat over and over <laughs> the back of his head.
2: I, I could never
0: take like Foom. 15 suplexes, let alone one, but I could have 15 bowls of soup <gasps> oh. um, during the winter months. I do like soup. Could you, though?
2: That, That's that a lot of fun. soup,
0: man. During an Eagles game, I, I've been known to have a couple bowls of um, Campbell's uh, and a couple Big
2: beers. Bowl? Big bowls? Big bowls?
0: Yeah, big bowls. I get sick really sick afterwards because it's too much to put in your body. But yes. I think the whole Donovan McNabb thing back when you did the commercials, it had like a like a thing with me where like I, I need Chunky. soup when I watch games. I love eating I love eating soup and watching watching the game during the cold months.
2: So dad and his mom got you, huh? They got you, bro. They got – hey, I, that marketing worked. I'm hooked.
0: Yeah, I, I paid a little
1: more attention to Campbell's chunky soup after that too. Are you guys serious? Because <laughs> <laughs> like that
2: combination? Yep, of, exactly. That's
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, the greatest quarterback we've ever had. Until now. Hey, J'Kara's a big – real quick, J'Kara's a big Rams fan, which I think yeah. is great. And I'm so happy when they came back to L.A. Uh, yeah. What do you think – how do you think they're gonna do this year, man? I know you're your pulse, you're very on
2: the pulse with the They're looking pretty good, man. They what are they two and two in the preseason? Yeah, they just lost to the Chargers. I don't know, they're looking pretty good, man. Good. Oh, wait, no, three and one, because they beat the Raiders. Is that Goff? They beat Dallas. Two and one, two and one. Yeah, Goff is looking good.
1: I think, yeah. I think he's gonna be better than everyone's like, oh, it's gonna take him forever to find his step. I'm like, nah, I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, he's there. no he's no Tory Holt, but I mean he's he's going to
1: oh, be good. Dude. Always
2: the Tory Holt, right? Always <laughs> every time. Oh, he even hits you with the Tory Holt. No,
1: record.
0: he I notice he only says it to you. All the times <laughs> you're on,
1: Tory Holt gets brought up.
0: He's only 41. He should have been playing like a lot longer than he did. I feel like uh I feel yeah. like he, yeah, I Tom feel Brady. like he was deserves
2: it. I always said people I always told people about golf. I said once he gets it He's gonna be no joke because he's right. pretty accurate. Like he Smart can guy. throw a ball in there with some pretty tight coverage, and yeah. I have like well, that's kind of amazing. Um, so he's yeah. gonna be he's gonna be something special once he once he gets it because he's never taken a ball from snap under center. Like that was weird to me. Like what? So that's all he had to adjust to all that.
0: Yeah, all he had to do. He only lost by two points in the preseason to the Chargers. I mean, I feel like. Once they get in their groove and it's their second year, which is when they really start gelling, you're going to see uh, – you're going to see them doing – you know, hitting some strides. It's going to be good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, and they got distracted last year. They just came to L.A., you know, Hollywood oh, distracted them, you know, all the Kim Kardashian types. But now they're used <laughs> to it, and so it's, it's all good.
0: It's all good. All, they're used to hanging out with Ja'Kara in the green room on the set.
2: Oh, jeez. <laughs>
0: I, I feel like I can't get on board with the Chargers, though. The Rams have always been right? LA in my book. The L- Los Angeles Chargers, I just I can't I, I, I like buy that. I don't buy it. I don't understand.
1: I really,
2: Do they just have I a really, really get... shitty fan base? What, San Diego? Yeah. No, oh. they. What happened was the San Diego didn't want to give them a new stadium. Uh. that Qualcomm is pretty old. Oh, it's right, pretty yeah. janky. It, well, so they needed a new stadium. So where are they where are they playing though? The Chargers at the Coliseum? No, they're at the StubHub in in Carson. And you know what I like about LA? I like how nobody has acknowledged the Chargers are here. I love it. There's people are wearing Rams stuff. They're not wearing Chargers stuff. Ah, so I like, yes. So
1: were you oh, originally nice. an LA Rams fan, and then when they went to St. Louis, you just stayed with them?
2: And now that they're back? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you're a little fan. LA Rams gear but everyone is acknowledging the Rams they're not even recognizing the Chargers That's true I seen, Chargers. seen one post so, about the, the Chargers. Rams fans
1: yeah. have been far more loud far more loud far more uh <laughs> you know excited Yeah you can tell
0: And I didn't know the, I didn't know the Chargers or I'm sorry I didn't know the Rams back in the day played down in Orange County in Anaheim Yep but you yep. told me that you cared you saw them as like a kid Uh, Yeah, which is cool.
2: Mm -hmm. We used to go there all the time. See Jerome Bettis, the freaking bus. Jerome Bettis, Jim Everett. Jim Everett. One of the greatest games I saw was the 94-49ers against the Rams. Do you remember the 94-49ers? Oh, yeah. (laughs) They were the best team ever. (laughs) Ever. They were so
0: unbeatable.
1: They
0: destroyed
1: the Chargers. In the Super Bowl. That's
0: so funny. Uh, they, they were so good. I, I saw the 40, the 94 49ers play the Lions at the Silverdome when my dad lived in Detroit. And they beat they beat <laughs> oh, the yeah. Lions. It was like 56 yeah. to 10 or something yeah, like
2: that. That's Dude. they're doing everybody.
1: That's when they <laughs> well, had Dion. Touchdown touchdown. Dion had like a pick six every other game.
2: Yes. Yep. Yup. He was best. unbelievable.
1: He was like the best player in the NFL for like three years.
2: And we. We got to the field level, like so super close. And even though me and my dad were loyal Rams fans, we went to their side and was taking pictures of like Dion and Rice. And so good. We, had, oh.
1: we had no choice. And they had those sweet uniforms that they only wore that season. Yeah. They changed oh, yeah. the it's white the pants and the the shadow numbers.
0: Yeah, they were sweet.
1: They were so good. It was ridiculous.
0: <laughs> another sweet mm-hmm. game. Another really sweet game was um, Jakir came over maybe. Maybe about a year ago, and we fired up Matt in 2006. And he said he hasn't played it oh, in like 10 excuse. years, and he, he beat me like 60 to 2. I think I gave <laughs> up like trying at one point. What I year? All these combinations 2000, 2007, it was. Oh, the one, wow! Uh, McNab, no, it was the one, it was six with McNabb on the cover. I think. And um,
1: the last one I played was '95. 95. '95. 95. <laughs> Jeez, are you serious? <laughs> oh, dude, I, I checked out when it got like so detailed. I was like, nope. <laughs> I played defense. I don't like all this play calling and all these options. And it is complicated. And, oh, no. I would just watch oh, my geez. roommates
0: play. Yeah, it's really it's detailed so now. now. I couldn't so even handle detailed. it. My head would explode. Oh. But you carry all the combos. They're all, they're all coming back to them.
2: Yeah, you, I think you were getting me at first. And then I was like, oh, I, I remember how to do this. And then it was... You took it well, though. You took your ale like a man. You didn't get yeah. mad. You didn't like, I ain't no. gonna talk to you again. You know, yeah. some people, you know, you didn't kick me out your house. Nope. Great.
0: Good sportsmanship. <laughs> I accept a, a defeat when I can. care um, before we go, man, what, uh, what's going on with you these days? I know you got some good things coming out. You've been, you're always a busy
2: guy. Yeah, what is coming out? I know. Man. I'm at this level now. <laughs> this level, oh man, that's terrible. I don't. You're know at, the, you're at like a that. level. We'll, man. we'll, 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 we'll edit we'll that out. Thank you. Just throw it out, please. Um, please. Right now, <laughs> please. I actually can't say about can't speak about anything. Like it's, I'm all NDA'd oh, up. Son of like a bitch. all these non-disclosure agreements. That's really but, big But uh, doing some stuff. Huh? Hey,
1: the the whole, like, keep it secret is, like, big and contra yes. Everybody doesn't want spoilers, so they make you sign. Like, if you are yeah. linked to a leak, you die. <laughs> yes.
2: And here's the thing. That's funny you brought that up, John. You, you you have to give some of these people your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter. Not, like, uh, access, what? but they have to get the links to it so they can see if you're talking, if you're posting. And, oh. and then they mm-hmm. go... What's even crazier is like, okay, you can't post this particular picture to a year from now. <laughs> Two years from
1: what?
0: now. What? That's a little too big, oh, brother.
1: That's why so many actors have like throwback Thursday to that time on the set that I couldn't post this until a year Yes.
2: Later. Wow. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, like think about it. JJ Abrams. I was telling people that – I don't know if you saw that viral post that um, the girl who plays Daenerys Targaryen. She posted of Jon Snow. It. With like his uh like the wind hitting him on that hill they were talking yeah. with the dragon and whatnot. In, in glasses. Like, I really think she took that took that video last night. No, that was like a no. year ago. Right. Post- right. That.
0: That's amazing that they make you go through all those hoops.
2: Yeah. I mean it makes sense, like he said, it's the like, yeah, it spoiler, it's Instagram, uh social media is big now, so you can't oh. it's it's That's a insane. lot. Yeah, I get it, though.
0: It's the world we live in, you know? Think there's, about there's it. So it's like
1: you, you come up with this story, you write it, you put it all together, you cast it, you film it, and everybody knows the end before it even gets on TV. I would, like, go Terrible. crazy and shoot myself.
0: <laughs> Imagine that. That must be so Awful. angering
1: for artists.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Jacare and I spent spend hundreds of thousands on lawyers and just spending yeah. S- our snaky. intellectual property. Yeah, snakey.
1: Snakey is, is expensive.
0: But anyway, hey, care thanks, okay. thanks for being on, man. Yeah, man. Um, we're gonna hey, I'm uh, see, see you this back. week before I go oh, back yeah, to yeah, yeah. Rocky Five. And, um, sure. I'm really excited to see you, man, and I'm, I'm really, yeah. uh, really, really happy and thankful you're you're on the show. It's always it's always a pleasure.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me and talking about my favorite one of my favorite subjects, wrestling. Yes, yeah, we us do it I'm again. Glad.
1: I'm glad we got a wrestling show in.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got to do another one. We got to get you and Patrick on here, and you guys can. Can duke it out
2: oh yes yeah Patrick. me and Patrick we we talk every week and go out we talked on one podcast yeah we uh yeah we got some we, we got some stuff because he we got some varying opinions ah I love that <laughs> I love that you gotta this get him
1: great,
2: on you guys are you guys are
0: awesome but yeah man god bless you thanks for being on the show and look forward to seeing you and you know come back again soon always a pleasure absolutely
2: all right thank you guys
0: thank you man, thanks, man. all right he's a great dude Love him. Love him. Love him.
1: Good
0: the guy. great. He's great. John does great things. I want some soup now. I really need some soup. I need some chunky soup. degrees.
1: You know, when McNabb was dicks. running that ad, I bought like a thousand cans, so I still have some. I've been moving with them from Penn State to Philly to Florida. All right. Oh, my I, gosh. I'm going to go enjoy one. He's on the cover.
0: He's nice. On, he's on the can. Hold it. Keep it. Wait for the apocalypse. Slash. And then eat it. And then eat it. So uh, do you want to do a sport to John or you want to slide tonight in the, uh, the dick column? You yeah, we can, we
1: can slice. <laughs> <laughs> 11.30, trying to stick to my midnight commitment.
0: Oh, yeah, I want to uh, do that commitment. I can't too.
1: peel myself out of bed in the morning, dude. I don't know what it is. I just can't do it. I hit the snooze for like an hour and a half. I don't know why.
0: I am so happy you <laughs> said that. Not because you're suffering. <laughs> because I have alarm set from eight o'clock to nine twenty-six <laughs> and I get out like between nine oh five and nine fifteen and I just I feel like a zombie. Like I, I guess it's the body being like go to bed.
1: Every I'm night up till like
0: two AM every night. I, I get a second wind and I'm just uh, not tired.
1: The second wind is bad, especially since I got these comic books. They finally came, dude, and they're just spectacular. Spide- oh. Spider Man, I started with Spidey. Didn't Spidey didn't do Daredevil, but there's the one that I'm on right now and I'm just breezing through these i have a bad feeling i'll be up till like 2 a.m reading this damn thing
0: just breeze through but yeah man this was a lot of fun let's yeah
1: love jacare man he jacare is actually a nominee for guest uh, Ooh, bet yes for best guest for a Dewey award uh, we're gonna go over we're gonna go over the nominees uh sometime this or next week
0: yeah, well, go, let's do, go over the new Awards and we'll new mm-hmm. them up. Right. Uh, tonight's show brought to you by Live Web Media. Stay tuned. Uh, next show, we're going to announce the winner of the raffle. You can still enter your name at com slash raffle. And from the gentleman in charge of embroidery of the Tory Holt jerseys, Mr. Jonathan Hastinger, to the man who bought a taco from a man named Holt tonight in a homeless park, Matthew Clark, saying thank you for tuning in and good night, everybody.
1: Like we always do about this time. Godspeed. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah.
3: Unicorns and wizard sleeves. Hammer plants and make-believe. Pirate ships sailing off to sea. Will you come party with me in my castle, in my castle, in my castle, in my castle? This is for the freaks and for my magicians Woody clapping, lap dancing technicians Dance parties in the name of Great Britain And American girls who love a Detroit piston Like Dennis Rodman, I got a rod, man Oh yeah. A long wong dong and a soft hand And a ping pong, ping schlong Let's all dance from England to Stockholm, I'm wearing a cape just like a poncho. I got a cutie and I'm making a beat on a booty like I was up on a roof, beating up on a bongo. I got a bottle of Martinellis and dropping it all over anybody that's kicking it in the guato. And the neighbors keep tripping, I'm like I'm in a castle. Fuck your condo. Unicorns and wizard sleeves, amaphants and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea. Unicorns and wizard sleeves, I'm a and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea, believe. I'm a partier, you like to wander, I'm a wanderer, your thighs are the closet to Narnia, is it cool if I go and get lost in that? I'm the lion, the witch in the wardrobe, massage my lap, I have a sore bone, of course cold on the dance floor, like an Eskimo's toes in the North Pole, with both toes poking out of the two holes in the Eskimo socks, I'm hot, like a cauldron from a warlock, wearing sweatpants and a sauna, who's your father, I'm not. I'm motherfucking Raven Bowie, and here's my cock. Rooster, cock a doodle doo take a hit of the hookah, now make it drop. Girl's booty was bigger than the stomach of Rick Ross. Huh. Holy mother mountain, a tender tendon to get lost in pounce, bounce That castle booty, that bottom, make it wobble, wobbly, wobble, till my third leg has to hobble. And wizard sleeves, hammer pants and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea. Will you come back? in the middle of a party, in the night, in the middle of a party. Have you ever killed a coyote in the middle of the night, in the middle of a party? But at home and threw it on the carpet, so I kill a coyote, I'm starving. Who wants to eat a coyote, no, babe? No. Who wants to eat a coyote, no, no. King Janice, steal the loot. Get to the poor in our birthday soon. Or soon. But MJ is king and prince is prince. And Raven has ruled ever since. Unicorns and wizard sleeves. Hammer and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea. Will you come, Body? With
1: ratatouille
0: locked and burned, locked and murdered alpha oh, Juliet confirmed hold, Four oh, six. Hold,
1: hold, hold dick here hold your dick
0: hold your bonus hold your chubs
1: why oh
0: <laughs> that one last thing I always
1: forget to do there we go all
0: right hey do you know before you know when uh I mentioned like on the on the last few shows there's like some weird effect going on in my voice yes does it sound like that when I'm talking? Because I sound well, the feedback on mine sounds pretty clear, but then for some reason when I post it, it has some weird like echo effect. I think it's because I change stereo to mono or something because I only come in on one headphone. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that, maybe that, that's
1: it. But see, I'm only coming in on one headphone too.
0: But so then, no, but then when I edit it, I change it to both. Uh, speakers, so maybe that's uh, it. I'm, I'm thinking. Like,
1: even though it was weird, I kind of liked having us in one ear each. I don't know. It felt more like, uh, I don't like know. just the Yeah, like the voices. Like, we didn't cut each other out when we talk at the same time. You know how usually it'll just go dead? You can at least so hear you,
0: one of us. You think, we can, you think I can leave it with each one in each ear going forward and that'll be okay? People won't care? I mean. Because I think that might be the issue. I think because of something, I don't know, some setting or... Just, yeah, I minute. would just
1: try it different for the next one and and we'll just go from there.
0: Lord Michael, can you hear us, sir? I can, loud well, and clear. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome back. We haven't we haven't gone live yet. We're going to go live in a second. We'll bring you care. Yeah, I,
1: say, yeah I might uh, stay limited to... I'm on the phone. I'm actually... I don't have anything set up yet. Um, and I'm... Uh, my, I'm all beat up, so I was thinking maybe run an angle
2: where I'm I'm doing the phone call on the show, talking through the phone call.
0: Are you good? Uh, do, are you going to do the show? Are you are not too tired or anything?
1: I'll I'll do it. I'm just my the, I'm literally in bed right now trying to <laughs> no. get again.
0: <laughs> we can do uh... so if we do like the phone call or something like that, or some kind of angle where I'm not. Because I don't have a shit set up yet. Well, let's. um
1: Yeah, we'll just say that. We'll just say Biscardi just got home yeah. t- two two minutes ago, so he didn't get to set everything up, so we haven't piped through on the floor.
0: Yeah, yeah like that. Yeah, That's from from scary. bed.
1: <laughs> 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 what, you just made me
0: I'm just setting up uh, Jacare, uh in ten minutes. I'm just letting him know. <laughs> All right so uh I'm ready if you guys are we'll, we'll slice it You're troop- mm-hmm.